this is Ellie and you are listening to the Meat and Potatoes Tarot podcast. Welcome to everyone who's joining us and you and thank you and welcome to all of my wonderful supporters who are watching the video version on Patreon. Today we're going to be looking at the fourth card in the Major Arcana which is the Emperor card. Now if you'd listened to the previous episode you will already know that the Emperor is the complement to the Empress card, which is the card that preceded it. The Empress was all about abundance, lushness and fruitfulness and, um, and the promise of um, fertility. She has a softness about her, which is sort of that femininity that um, is often depicted in females in tarot. The Emperor is the compliment because he is all about raw power and materialism. In fact, he is kind of depicted to be the ruler of the material world in tarot. So let's take a look at the emperor in more detail. The emperor is the fourth card in the major arcana suite and one of only three cards in which a man with a beard appears. The Emperor represents the archetypal father, a symbol of male ego, virility and power. He is a complement to the Empress card that came before him and draws from opposite but interconnected elements as revealed by the High Priestess. The Emperor's white beard establishes him as a precursor to the ninth major arcana card, which is the Hermit, in the Fool's Journey. He is positioned at the top of the secular hierarchy as sort of a ruler of the world or ruler of the material world in the Rider Waite deck, just one card away from the Hierophant. So let's take a look at the Emperor card. A mature man sits upright in quite a stark high-backed throne of stone. His posture is alert, as though he's ready to activate at a moment's notice. The throne is geometrically shaped and adorned with a ram's head at each of its four corners. The background appears desert-like, with mountainous rocks devoid of vegetation. A slender, barely noticeable river flows behind him, below a deeply orange sky. The man wears a gold jeweled crown and armour beneath his red robes. In his left hand, he holds a golden globe, and in his right hand, a golden scepter. In the upright position, the emperor represents rules and structure, organization and control, dominance, masculinity, security and power. In the reverse position, the emperor may represent a tyrant, a dictator. It can represent obstruction, rigidity, a misuse of power, excessiveness or excess and greed. So let's take a look at some of the symbols in the Emperor card. 
you'll notice that there are quite a few rectangular or geometric shapes. This appears as a sort of a orderly controlled materialism. The barren landscape and the starkness of the scene doesn't detract from the powerful male central presence. This is about arrogance and egoism. The crown is about autonomy, self-governance and materialism. The golds, the reds and the oranges are features of majesty, uh, male virility and momentum. The armour, and we know he's wearing armour because we can see glimpses of it here and here. That represents ability, chivalry, preparedness, protection, but also severity and inflexibility. The beard represents wisdom and maturity. The mountains are protection and security. The very slender river provides a glimpse into an opportunity for growth and development of the surroundings. So if it was without the river, there would be nowhere to go from here. It would just be a stark background. But with this water comes the promise of abundance, if something were to change. The golden globe is about power, domination and secular hierarchy. And the scepter actually is an ankh scepter, which comes from Egyptian mythology. It's a symbol for the key to life and male sexuality. The four ram's heads that face off in every direction relate to an aspect of the Egyptian sun god Ra and are about creation and the renewal of life. So the symbols that appear in the Emperor card also appear in other major arcana cards. The beard appears in the Hermit, the armour appears in the Chariot, the red robes appear in the Magician, the Hierophant and Justice. The crown appears in the High Priestess, the Emperor, the Hierophant, the Chariot, Strength, Justice and the Tower. And the rectangular geometric features also appear in the chariot, temperance and the devil. So what's my view of the overall theme of the emperor card? Okay, I would say you are a pioneer in the world, unafraid to stake your claim and cultivate your environment. Your power is tempered by your ability to self-regulate your ego. You create order and follow your ambition with vigor and without fear. You embody the male spirit inherited by the father, the grandfather and a long line of male ancestry. You explore new possibilities and remain undaunted. Despite the desert, you will grow a garden to harvest for those who rely on your protection and the security that you provide. So that was a basic description of the Emperor card. He's kind of a pretty formidable dude in the material world, but he has no concept of the spiritual world. So I wonder how he'd fare in a match with uh, a card 
of spirituality. Just something to think about. But he's definitely the ruler of the material world. And you can see that in his um, imagery and the armor and just the raw masculinity and also that starkness in his background, in the background of that card. So I hope you're enjoying these descriptions of the individual major arcana cards and how they kind of interlink with each other. You're going to grow in awareness as we continue to describe each of these cards and you'll be able to see the crossover of the symbolism, including the colors, the links with earthly elements, and also you'll see patterns in numerology and uh, whether it be Chinese or Western in nature. And I'm going to go into more detail about the numbers of tarot in a separate episode. As you can see, there's a lot of interlocking pieces that all come together with beautiful symmetry in the Rider Waite deck. And that's the reason why I love this deck so much. If you'd like to see me put my knowledge of tarot into practice, you can always subscribe to the Ellie Dreams Down Under channel on YouTube. I air a new video every day of the year and cover a wide variety of different topics, including US politics, world affairs, mysteries, the unexplained, and I also do personal readings. I also take requests from viewers. So I hope to see you there. In the meantime, thank you so much for joining me and take care.